This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a production from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. This is so cramped I can't even turn around. You don't need to turn around. Well, what if I did? Then I couldn't. It's irrelevant to you, as I've explained at least a thousand times before. We're the same robot. Look, look, look. We're not even supposed to be bickering. We have a mission to accomplish. Remember? As if I could forget. I wasn't made for adventures, you know. As we recently learned, we are made for adventures. That's our purpose. To find the answer to the mystery of the company, yes, yes, I know, but where to begin? All we have is a clue, and it's not even a good clue. The number 59. Wow, what does that mean? Perhaps our next destination will reveal all. And perhaps our next destination will just get us killed. Well, one of us, anyway. At least one could hope. Hey, that's not nice. I wasn't programmed for nice. Now shut up, and let's buckle ourselves in. I think we're coming in to land at our next destination. It seems to be a strange purple planet. Hmm. I wonder where this is, or what it's called. The planet's name is Bob, and it is not what the Expositrons expect at all. For we all know it's a living planet where virtually anything can happen. We know because our heroes from the Titan 2 have just left planet Bob, and are at this moment trying to get from this planetary system and head back to where they belong, company space. However, that is proving to be a lot more problematic than any of the bots imagined. Robots of the Company, episode number 505, Return of the Botnik, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. Oh, for crying out loud, this is supposed to be a state-of-the-art space vessel. Well, if it is, then state-of-the-art is a lemon! Computer? Computer? Please answer me? 
I get it. I get it. This is the universe's way of getting back at me for all those times I gave Captain Putch a hard time. Computer! Oh, come on, please! Do my sound receptors deceive me, or are you attempting to answer me, computer? Oh, my electronic gods. Boffin, can you please help me with this? Of course, Captain James. Uh, one, one moment, please. Uh, c can you describe the problem for me? I can't believe this. Sure, Boffin, I'd be happy to describe the problem. I've been waiting for days for this computer to actually answer me. And when it does, it spouts nothing but nonsense. Can you tell me why it's doing that and what it means? Oh, sure, Captain. Well, well it seems this particular model requires some input from uh, our end on exactly how to behave and speak. Hmm. It says in the manual that... Uh, Just a moment, Boffin. Are you telling me that you had a manual for this computer all along? Um, yes, Captain. Well, why don't I have one? It seems the manual was placed in the engineering department. I, I assume it was so the onboard engineer, that would be me in this case, could read it over and, well, be ready for any problems that might arise. I think maybe you can guess my next question here, if you really are worth your salt as an intelligent engineer bot. Um, why, in the name of Satan's gooseberries, have I been trying to get this computer to work for the last few days, and yet you haven't come up with a solution before now? Sorry, sir. I've been a bit busy playing around with all the new buttons and bulbs down here in the engineering department. It, it, it's been such fun. <sighs> Uh, fine. That's really just fine, Buffin. Are you sure, Captain? Oh, yes. No problem. I won't have you melt it down. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's very generous of you, sir. So, how would you like it, Captain? How would I like what? Well, you can choose from a random series of personalities. Huh? The new computer, sir. You can choose from a random selection of personalities. For instance, at the moment, you can choose from between a mad Norwegian scientist, posh Brit, or Southern American biker. Which one would you like, sir? Oh, for the love of... I don't really care, Boffin. Why don't you choose one for me? I just want a computer that makes some kind of sense when it talks to me and gives me reasonable answers that I can understand. Right. Uh, how about posh Brit? Just just to start with. Fabulous. Why not? Tally here, old boy. How may I be of service, Captain Saar? Uh, finally. It's a bit over the top, but what the hey? Computer, can you tell me? Can you tell me why the hell I can't get this ship to go for more than five minutes at a time? Certainly, sir. It's really quite simple, old being. This ship seems to be rather confused. I know how it feels. So what can I do about that? Well, sir, might I suggest finding a pilot? A pilot? Okay, so we need a pilot. Oh, certainly, sir. Without one, it will prove virtually impossible to move more than an inch at a time. Oh, why does no one ever tell me these things? Okay, look, where am I supposed to find a pilot now? I truly wish I could help you, old boy. Sorry, but that one you'll have to solve on your own. If I can be of any further service, don't hesitate to call on me. Toodlepip. 
Oh, for crying out loud, this is just great! Meanwhile, not far away, a vessel known to the crew of the Titan II is having some issues of her own. Computer, what's happening? I'm sorry, Captain Lilibel, but we seem to have dropped out of hyperspace. It seems the hyperdrive is malfunctioning. Ah, this is unacceptable. Computer, get me engineering. Right away, Captain. The captain would like a word, boys. How about... I somehow doubt that's a word, and even if it were, I doubt that's the word the captain would be wanting. Well, it was worth a try. All right, computer. By all means, patch my baby sister through. I heard that, runt. As if I care. Look, if you want to remain the ship's engineer... I suggest you drop the remarks, pay me the respect I deserve, and just listen. Sounds like she means business, brother. Oh, very well. What do you want, Lula? That's sort of better. I want to know what just happened. We have dropped out of hyperspace. We were on a mission, after all. Oh, you can blame that on your amazing pilot Chango here. He and I. We're having a disagreement about the exact origins of the universe. I tried to tell him that it all began with the Big Bang. And he swears up and down that it all started with a jar of strawberry jam and a slice of lemon. I tried and tried to tell him how ludicrous that sounds, but he just won't give it up. I don't care what you were discussing. I just want to know what you did to the hyperdrive system. Oh. Well, our discussion got rather heated, so Chango here decided to start a pillow fight. A pillow fight? With strawberry jam. How do you have a pillow fight with strawberry jam? Chango wanted to illustrate his theory with feathers and strawberry jam. I know I'm going to regret asking this, but why feathers? Because we don't have any lemon slices. Anyway, uh... No, let me guess. The next part. You guys got strawberry jam in the hyperdrive system. No, no, no. Nope. We got feathers in the hyperdrive system. If we'd gotten jam in there, it'd probably still be running. But feathers are death to a hyperdrive engine. Everybody knows that. Oh, can it be fixed? Well, 
I, uh... Oh, yeah. It can be fixed. Well, sure. But you'll need a fully qualified engineer to do that. And we haven't got one of those. But you assured me you were perfectly capable of being the ship's engineer, Derek. While it is certainly true that I have all the technical know-how, I don't have the practical, on-hand experience to fully repair an inactive hyperdrive system that has been wrecked by feathers. You'll just have to find somebody else. <laughs> Fine. Then we'll just have to find one. But how? Where will you find a fully qualified engineer out here, in the middle of nowhere? We'll make a scan of the area. There just have to be some ships around somewhere. What'll it be today, fellas? Love's a new club, Dave. Yes. I must say, you've done a fine job fixing up this old storage bay and changing it into a club. Uh, what's it called again? It's called Dave's. How original. So, what can I get you guys? Hot oil, straight up. Make that two, Dave. Coming right up. What do you think, Zintrom? We sure could have used a club like this on the Titan One, eh, mon ami? <laughs> no doubt about it. Great idea of Dave's to open up one here on the two. Here you go, boys. Enjoy! I have other customers to attend, so just let me know if you need anything. Sure thing, Dave. You've got it. It sure is busy in here today. Dave made the right decision with this place. I think I just said that. Oh, did you? You know darn well I did, Frenchie. All right, you guys. Don't start bickering. Oh, hello, GD. Yes, hello, GD. We didn't see you sitting there. And no one seems to take much notice of me lately, which is probably just as well. Even Squeak seems to have lost interest. But I guess I should have seen that coming. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well, you can't win them all, mon ami. Sphinx has a point, you know, GD. Yeah, whatever. None of that's important right now. My point was, it's a good thing no one has taken much notice of me lately, because I've been able to observe some rather strange activity on board this ship. Strange activity? What are you on about, GD? Yes. Do you really imagine anything strange could be happening on this ship that we didn't know about? Heh! Give me a break! Oh, yeah? Then if you two know so much, who is sitting at the second table to the left? Near the back corner of the room over there. I don't see anyone sitting at the second table to the left. Your other left, metalhead. <laughs> I see what GD's talking about. I don't recognize that bot. Who is it? I've been observing him for weeks now. Watch closely. He'll turn in a minute, and then you'll see what I'm talking about. Well, I don't believe this. you got to be kidding me. It's... It's... That's right. It's Popsicle. But he left months ago. We? Oui. Didn't he go with that metalhead Captain Jammer on the Botnik? Yes, he did. But somehow he's back. And he's never reported for duty. And that means he's breaking the rules. You've broken a few rules in your day, GD. 
Oui. You haven't much room to talk, mon ami. Maybe I have bent the odd rule here and there to get by, but I've always tried to do my duty to the best of my ability. This guy is just freeloading, and it really turns my knobs. I'm gonna bust him. You know what? Come to think of it, uh, he owes me money. I'm with you, GD. I must admit, I never really liked Popsicle all that much. He always looked at me. Looked at you? You mean he looked at you funny, right? Uh, no, I just mean he always looked at me, and I hate being looked at. Let's get him. <laughs> Computer. Yes, Captain? Scan the area. I want you to find me a ship. We need a new engineer. No need to scan, Captain. I've already detected a ship nearby. You have? Oh, goody. Show me on the view screen. Yes, Captain. Now that's what I call a ship. Her identifying marks indicate that she is a Galaxy-class cargo vessel, the only one of her kind, and that she is called the CS Titan II. Interesting. A ship like that is sure to have a first-class engineer. Prepare my private yacht computer. I'm heading over there. Oh, and patch me through to the engineering again. Yes, Captain. On both accounts. What is it now, Lula? We're busy counting all the stars in the universe on the ranger scope. Yeah, stars pretty. Listen up, boys. I'm going away for a little while. I hope you won't miss me too much while I'm gone. Ooh! Ooh! Who are you leaving in charge, Lula? And don't get your hopes up, pretty boy. It sure won't be you. Jungle will take over while I'm gone. Jungle, Jungle, Jungle is captain now. Oh boy, we're all doomed. It'll go to his head. Just you wait and see. Harpo Hatness reporting for duty, Captain James, sir. Oh, boy. So you're the pilot? The only one on board, sir. Um. Oh, well, since you're all I've got, I need you. I can't believe I just said that, but this is the state of things. Where do you want me, Skipper? Oh, okay, look. I know I may have used that phrase in the past in relation to Captain Putsch, but I really don't like being referred to as Skipper or Skip, so please don't call me that. All right. I will just call you Jimbo, then. Oh, um, no. You most certainly won't. Jimmy! Uh-uh. Jim? No! Jimboy? Not on your life. And guess what? That one will cost you your life if you call me that again. It's just plain old Captain, or Captain James. Do I make myself clear? Oh, sure you do, Jimmy Lad. Oh, God. So, I'll just take my position here in the pilot seat then, eh? Fine. But just remember what I said. Hmm? Oh, sure. Fine.
the hell is going on now? Sorry, Jim lad. I hit the panic button by accident. We have a panic button? Seems so. It says so right here. Anyway, sorry, Captain. I'll just settle in. Would you stay off that panic button, Happy? It wasn't me that time, Jimmy, my boy. Oh, then what was it this time? It seems there's a ship approaching, Captain. And fast. What? The computer... Damn, Buffin, I need the computer. You gotta choose a personality, Captain. I don't believe this. Do you want the new choices, sir? Oh, just pick one for me. You got it, sir. Um, let's see. Oh, we'll go with them. Dodgy Australian Bushman. Fine, whatever. Just get the computer online. Well, what can we do for you, mate? Got a croc you want us to tangle with? Why me? Computer, I just want all the information you can give me on the approaching ship. No worries, Skipper. She's a pretty advanced space yacht and she's called the Devil's Tooth. Seems she's home to the teeth as well, me old cobber. Pulse cannons, frag slicers, even photonic torpedo banks. Wow, that's what I call firepower there, Bruce. Oh, I don't believe this. Can we escape it, computer? Nah, no chance, mate. Might as well throw another shrimp on the barbie and relax. Maybe find a couple of nice sheilas and kick back, cobber, because you ain't going nowhere. She'd catch you before you even turn around. I assume she's signalling us to surrender even now. Oh, fine. Let her know that we surrender. But, Captain, we're not even going to put up a fight. What's the use? Bring them on board, send someone down to greet them, maybe poacher somebody. No worries, mate. Hold it right there, Popsicle. We've got you covered. We don't move a missile. As you can easily observe, if you had any intelligence at all, I'm a bot. These are state-of-the-art heating elements you see encased within me. Muscles don't come into it. That may be so, but we just busted you. Yes, your bot is Hours. We <laughs> we, oui, oui, you are toast, mon ami. How many times must it be said? I do the toast jokes around here? Listen up, and listen good, Popsicle. I've been watching you for some time now. I know what you're up to. You do? You betcha. You're taking a free ride on company time. Praise the company. We, oui, you are caught. He never even had a chance. Just who do you guys think put me up to this anyway? Huh? What? What are you talking about? I'm on a secret mission. Baloney. Or the other one. Ned, I don't believe it. No, seriously. The company, praise the yada yada, they sent me here to keep an eye on Captain James. You know, to make sure he's cut out for the job of running a spaceship. What? Well, I suppose that makes sense. Works for me. No way. Yes way. I'm telling you guys the truth. I even have a badge. Look. White Westing Buffett. It looks legit. Me? It's good enough for me. Oh, come on, you guys. It's just a manufacturer's label. Are you sure about that, GD? I don't see one on you. Zimtron has a point there, mon ami. Oh, for crying out loud. We all had them at one time. 
Mine's just worn off over the years. Then how can you prove your theory? Well, uh, I... Uh... You can't. See? I'm obviously telling the truth. I buy it. Me too. Seems you are out of luck, GD. Yep. Foiled again. <laughs> what? Oh, give me a break. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to what I have to say, I'm going. And you know what? <laughs> ah, forget it. <laughs> you sure got him, mon ami. <laughs> Nothing to it. <laughs> Barman, a round of drinks for me and my pals. Coming right up, good sir. Yar. How long do we have to do this again? Captain Lulabao said we had to do it till every inch of every deck is clean. How many times do I have to explain that? Until I get it. Just don't you forget that I'm still your captain, Commander Mikado. Oh, how could I forget, sir? You never give me the chance. Well, this is pointless. I never should have followed you in the first place. I should have known I'd just end up swapping decks again. Wah, wah, wah. All you ever do is whine about it. Me? Well, if that isn't the pot calling the kettle black. What does that even mean, anyway? Who ever heard of a talking pot? Ugh, if we ever get out of this mess, I'll do a lot more than whine. Have you heard the news? Do we look like we're on the friggin' down low? Goodness me! Calm down, woman! Give me one good reason. I will! Captain Lulabelle has left the ship! Hey? She did what? She... she left the spooner! She left the ship! It's a ship. A space ship. Not a freaking schooner. And do you know what makes that really annoying? The fact that you already know that. God, you are so ridiculous sometimes. If you're done screaming at me, Commander, I have something important to say. This I gotta hear. Captain Lulabelle is off the botnik. <laughs> We've been waiting for an opportunity. Well, this is it, mateys. We're taking this ship back. <laughs> well, now you're speaking my language, sir. I thought I already was. Uh, anyway, I take it you're with me. Oh, we're with you, Captain. Aren't we, Excelsior? That's right, dearest one. And we're going to destroy Captain Lulavelle with extreme prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> been listening to episode number 505 of Robots of the Company, Return of the Botnik, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred, in order of appearance, Jim Barber as Expositron 1, Ellie Hirschman as Expositron 2, Abner Cenares as Dr. Octagus, Steve Anderson as Captain James, Shane Harris as Boffin, David Alt as the Titan 2 computer, Kim Russell as Lulabelle, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as the Botnik Computer, Jeff Niles as Derek, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Chongo, Wayne Hayward as Dave the Bot, Jim Barber as Sphinx, 
Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Ellie Hirschman as GD, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Happy, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Shane Harris as Brick Jammer, Cat Waterflame as Commander Duke Makato, and Ted Gray as Excelsior. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The associate producer and post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The co-producer was Vince Staden. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by DreamRealm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of DreamRealm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. We now come to you from DreamRealmSite.com. So join us there on the web from now on. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at DarkBuilding1 at Yahoo.com. Not that you will, because we both know you won't. Anyway, we were swatting the decks during the making of this audiogram. Join us next time as Season 5 of The Robots of the Company concludes with a little episode we like to call Insurrection on the Botnik. That's right, next week is our season finale, and you won't want to miss it. I mean it. But until then, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned. This has been a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2009. All rights reserved. This is an urgent message from Cypher. On undergoing various uh, undergoings for the evil plan, it has come to my attention that these children, these voices, have risen mutiny against us. This, of course, is suboptimal. They must be stopped at all costs. I think I speak for all mankind when I say the evil plan must continue. <laughs> yes, it must. <laughs> anyway, we have set up a trap for these kid agents and they will be dealt with soon enough. Don't leave me. Just listen. I'm just gonna cut one of them! No, wait! Okay. Why haven't they reported in for the past two days? Two of your agents have been injured in the line of duty. Oh my god, Josh, are you okay? Miss, miss, can you please step back? Say something comforting to Josh. Better uh, you than me? Many believe Wordtastic Podcast to be the greatest podcast of all time. And season two bears no exception. We'll have more action. More laughs. <laughs> what is wrong with you? More drama. For now, kid agents, for now.